For the last 25 years, Dark Horse Brewing has gone hand-in-hand with Michigan craft beer. From its humble beginnings to being one of the largest craft breweries in the state and country, from rumors to slander, from its fall and purchase by Roke, and what the current outlook of the brand is today. We sit down in this three-part series talking about the past with Aaron and Carlos, who have a combined 25 years of brewing at the facility. We sit down with the present representing the Roke Purchase, addressing some of the rumors of their organization, their original aspirations, and what mistakes they've learned from. And we finish with episode three with the front of the house staff. These ladies and gentlemen have been there for a long time, serving beer on premise at the brewery for years, who have lived through the old guard, the Roke buyout, and they give us an insight into the future they want to see for their organization, and also give us some tips on Four Elf Day, along with explaining what it's like managing such a massive party at their brewery. We don't get to every question because we feel there are some things only certain people can tell us, but we dig as deep as we can and peel back the story that is Dark Horse Brewing. Whether your beer is in a bottle, can, or glass, kick back and relax. It's Better on Draft. It is for Elf Day here in Marshall, Michigan. My name is Ken. Thank you so much for joining us. Michigan series episode number 32. Thank you so much. Uh, we are here at Dark Horse for for Elf Day. I am still here uh, with my co-host for the day. Starting to my right, we have Ed. What's going on, Ed? Not much, man. What's up with you? I am good. What are you drinking? I decided to jump into the for Elf. It's it, delicious. It is for Elf Day. Wendy, what about you? Well, I too have a four elf, but I also noticed that there was a Scotty Karate next to me, so I had to crack that one open as well. I am, uh, well, obviously these Baffle Browns that I've been drinking throughout the first two segments have been uh, hitting me a little bit harder than I expected, so we're going to be slowing down a little bit uh, to make sure I'm good to go, because apparently you guys don't make anything lower than 7%, uh, at least in cans. Uh, but let's go over and see who our guests are to tell us about the future of Rook and Dark Horse, starting with my right all the way to their left. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell us what you do? Hey, uh, I'm Nate, um, Nathan Caraba. I work in the kitchen. I'm known as Nate Puppy. Don't call me Nate Dog. And uh, we have a lot of things going on in the kitchen. Um, brand new kitchen outside in the beer garden. Lots of cool things on the menu. Great stuff. Love the pizza. Come check it out. All right. And right in front of me. Hi, everyone. I'm Emily LaFleur. I'm the general manager. <laughs> and to your right. And I'm Chris. I'm the beer goddess of the tap room. <laughs> How do you get the title of beer goddess? Right. I made it for myself, and I've been here for a long time, so I'm keeping it. Fair enough. What is what is the job task of a beer goddess? To take care of everybody and everything. So, like, like you're the uh, the beer mother. You make sure everyone's got their their drinks in front of them. Everyone's safe to go home. Yeah. Everyone's getting their food in them. And they all call me mom. So I guess yeah, I am the beer mother. I mean, I like, I like goddess sounds better. better though. Yeah. I like, I like that better. one better. Yeah. She is my right hand. 
She does yeah. mom me a lot, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say, beer, yeah. beer, beer mother definitely sounds more like uh, I'm in trouble and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so goddess is definitely. And it makes me sound old. So. <laughs> and Let's goddess, you can, yeah. you can worship the beer goddess. That's right. So damn straight. Bow down. Yeah, if I say I worship my mother, like in my Tinder profile or something like that, when I had. Why are you on Tinder? I said when I. Oh, okay. Good catch. When I had. Good catch. It's been a a minute, a couple of years now. Um, So, Dark Horse has gone through so many ebbs and flows. Uh, We are back for Elf Day is here. We are in the quote unquote post COVID world. What is for Elf Day? Let's let's start that off. What what is for Elf Day and why do people come here uh, in the freezing December to party in Marshall, Michigan? It's the best day of the year. It's the the biggest party we throw. Um, Specialty beer. Everyone's dressed as elves. They come in to try all the beers. All the staff is having a fun day that day. So, yeah. yeah. What what beers are you releasing today? Today we're releasing Bourbon Barrel Plead the Fifth, Bourbon Barrel French Toast Stout, Bourbon Barrel Peanut Butter Cup, and then... That peanut Butter Cup, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Peanut Butter... Or Bourbon Barrel... Is that last S'mores. one? S'mores. S'mores. Yep. Plead the Fifth. Now, there, there is a beer here, and it's somewhere on this table because we have so many beers here. But there was a I – look, I looked at the tap list and the, the can list, the release list, a New England Black IPA. Uh, Blackout. Yes. Blackout. How, yeah. how are – you know, your, your fans are big IPA fans. They like the Crooked Tree. They're big, you know, big boy stout fans. Your barrel-aged plead the fifth. How are they acclimating towards a black New England IPA? Uh, it was just something different we wanted to try. Uh, last year, it was a variant that they made of it. Um, we released, I think, nine different beers last year at Four Elf. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a lot. We had a ton of deer, different beer. We had an Imperial IPA as well, Rice Rocket. That black one was something new we just had never done before. Was last year the first year post-COVID, uh, like coming back, or did you guys do something in uh, 2020? Mm-mm. No, we didn't do anything 2020. First yeah, first, first yep. Mm-hmm. How how was the crowd? How were people like coming back? Like was it you know a little scary, a little weird, just business as usual? It was a little different. Um, we weren't as busy, uh, less elves last year for sure. A lot of people coming back out of their you know out of their system. Plus, it's the winter, so of course, cold flu season. A lot of people yep. stay home uh, to not get sick. Uh, but the food program here. You guys have, uh, I smelt it when I walked in, a killer food program. Uh, what are you guys serving Thank up you. here at uh, Dark Horse? Um, well, tonight uh, we have, for 4 Elf, uh, we're doing a little bit of specialty items that we have from the deli, but also like uh, some things that my boss, Sam, just likes to throw in. Like we got cheese plates that we throw out, you know, some Havarti pepper jack Swiss, you know, with crackers and stuff. We got lasagna. Uh, he's even doing like scallions, um, you know, um, but also on the regular menu, uh, wood fire oven inside, you know, like I said, the pizza is one of my specialties. That's something that I love to do, just making a great pie. And then also outside, um, went, you know, only three months at a time, but outside kitchen, uh, when it's open, um, steaks, salmon, burgers, um, you know, it's all done very well we have uh, new equipment so we're all getting familiar with it and working with it you know day to day and getting familiarized with it and uh it's just yeah a lot of cool things on the menu a lot of really good stuff yeah can i cut some of that yeah okay um 
moving forward, we are changing the menu outside. We're not sure if we're going to have the oh, salmon okay. steaks, that kind of thing. No. Okay. Right. So the, the, the menu is always subject to change. Which yes. is, yeah. Just like any, any restaurant, yeah. uh, things happen where either you, you, you change head chef or you change mm-hmm. – um, you know what what you want to sell sometimes you want to keep it fresh you want to keep it different um there's nothing wrong with that at all i having come from the industry i came from the tech side but i was in restaurants every single day for a good five and a half years different restaurants across the country and when you see restaurants who are um just trying things just trying you know different menus different flavors different everything see what works best exactly See what sells yeah the beer garden's a beast yeah so so it's we really have to play with what works that but before i pass it over to wendy the the beer garden being a beast when you're trying to track all of that as the beer goddess how do you make sure not only everyone's having a good time but everyone's having a safe time because that's the one thing that i've always um, admired from bartenders that people really don't understand is that um, you get in a lot of shit if you uh, overserve and they get in trouble. So how do you manage something, especially to the size of Four Elf Day, where you've got you know hundreds upon hundreds of people at any given time um, drinking, especially these big big beers? We have a good staff. We have a good team. We all work together and make sure that everybody's. And if not, this is our day to cut the people off. We have security as well today. I noticed that. I was stopped. Yeah. Mm. We have to. They're very serious, yeah. Yes. Yes. We have to today. There's too many, and there's too many big beers. Mm -hmm. But also, we have a great team that works together. Is is there any different um, theories or theorems that you go through when you're dealing with a day like this versus just regular day where people might come in and start drinking um, and I, again, the Bafo Brown's a seven percent beer, and that's the lightest beer that I that you guys have here. Um, how, how do you keep track of that? That's that's just again, it's you something just, that I've always. You just admired. gotta watch them. You really? gotta watch them. See how they're talking. See how they're acting. You learn I the mean, cues. truly. Yeah. And this beer is big, so you just never know how someone's gonna react to it. Okay, Wendy. How many people do you expect to have here today? Hopefully 2,000. 2,000 is what we're hoping for. Yep. Fantastic. Yeah. Last year we saw almost 1,500. So, yep, trying to up it a little bit this year. And how do the releases work? Like, are you selling bottles? Like, is it? are they just getting it to try it on tap? So the in, in the party for 4Elf, they get to try the beers, uh, and then they can go up to the Commons, which is our marketplace. We sell all of our uh, cans to go, and they can get it up there. Um, so speaking of the Commons, like, they're – it's always been well known that Dark Horse has this awesome campus, if you will. Uh, what are you guys doing now to bring people in? Are like you, I know Four Elf is the biggest party that you throw, but are you doing other events? Like, are you planning on things like that? We are. We have a ton of events planned for 2023. January first, we're going to come out with our event calendar, so everybody kind of can plan their year with us. Um, our newer events that we've got coming, we're hoping to do a Beer Olympics this winter and uh, a Rockabilly car show uh, in July is what we're planning for that. But we're trying to bring some old events back as well, like Chicken Wing Thing and Staff Brew Off. Fun. Ed. Hmm. Well, I see that we got some beers in front of you. What are you guys drinking? So my go-to is always Crooked Tree. That's one of my favorites, a staple. But today I'm with you, and I'm drinking Baffle Brown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Yep. Usually Crooked Tree 
is one of my go-tos as well. But right now in front of me, I've got a Reserve Special Black Ale. Okay. Which is smooth. I like it. I have Crooketry. <laughs> well, Crooketry is... I'll, I'll go back to you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I cut yeah, you yeah. off. Crooketry is obviously... Uh, your guys' staple, but as the industry changes and people are moving away from Westies and going towards uh, New England's and locale IPAs, like what are your guests um, clamoring for? Are they still like, I still want my cook- crooketry, or are they asking for something a little bit different um, in the brew house that they're not necessarily getting quite yet? So we've tried a lot of different variants and stuff, especially with Roke coming in, and we see that a lot of people want to stick with the cult classics, our core here at Dark Horse. So our Crooked Tree, Raspberry, Amber, Bafo, the Reserve Special Black. Um, so we do see a lot of that with our regulars. Yeah. I, to add on to that, though, uh, with the Crooked Tree line that we're doing now, the Apricot Tree is selling really, like, really well. And a lot of people really like that. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. The Apricot. <laughs> it's very juicy. Very juicy? Juicy, yes. I know that juicy is a, a trend these days, yeah. so I'm looking to see. Trying not to say it, but I let it slip. <laughs> yeah. Is it like a no-no or something? Cause no, it's-, it's not. It's just I hear people describe you know mm-hmm. those New Englands, those hazies, as like, oh, it's so juicy. It is. <laughs> you, can, you can select juicy on untapped when you check into it, too, because it's juicy. Um, I really didn't have anything, Ken. <laughs> That's just like called on me, and I was like, damn You can pull that out. I will say, I I just tried the apricot, and I think that, was it Kevin? Yes. Yeah, middle. He said it perfect, because normally when you get um, a fruited IPA like that, it's fruit forward, Mm -hmm. and then you get the hot flavor at the end. But with this one, you get the hot flavor forward, and then you have that big apricot aftertaste that is amazing. Yeah. It's on the back end of it. It's kind of reverse there. Yep. That almost makes me want to try it, especially because I don't like IPAs, but I do IPAs. love Magic Hat Number no. Nine and Castle Bright. So okay. I do love the apricot flavor in beer. But it is a very good apricot flavor. It's very apricotty. Mm-hmm. It is for sure. I, I will have to and go try it when I go downstairs. Doesn't taste like fake apricot, which and we can sometimes just that give happens. You a little taste of it. Well, that's perfect. That's that's exactly what I'll I want. Take the other, have to I'll take the commit. other bit. You know, you can give him the, <laughs> the rest taste of the pint. There. I'll drink the rest there of the pint or the twelve ounces. Well, it's it's for Elf Day. Um, what what do we expect today? Like, what kind of events are going to go on? Like, this is my first for Elf Day ever. Same. Uh, Happy for Elf. Man. Thank you yeah, so right. much. Merry for Elf, guys. Uh, <laughs> We're just about to get going on it. Yep, it, yep. it's starting to fill up out there right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a band starting at three. It's Father Stone. They're a classic rock band, and then we will f- go into Scotty Karate from five to seven, and then seven to nine is our headliner Star Farm. Okay, so Scotty Karate has been mentioned like six times during all these shows. <laughs> yes. Uh, obviously, I know it as a beer. What is Scotty Karate? Scotty Karate is a he, legend. He's a one-man band. Yep. And that's what we <laughs> name that beer after. He's on the he can. He yeah. suit. There's he's very eccentric. Like Scotty. Yeah. So it's a, a performer. Yes. So it's a one-man band, though. So mm-hmm. like, how does how does he do it? Do I have to witness it? Yep. Is, oh. yes. he's, he's gotten a little more mellow in the oh, years. Okay. But yes, he's still good. Is this, you know, like since 2018 when we legalized a certain green product here in the state? Mm, No. He was before that. (laughs) That was before that. He was before that. (laughs) I was just making sure. You know, if we were trending in a certain time, a certain period where when something became legal. Scotty's been around for a long time. Um, 
so do you guys you mentioned a the staff brew off have you guys performed in the staff brew off have you guys made your own beers here what have you guys made my first beer that i made was a lucky charm stout nice and then after that yeah (laughs) after that we made a I think it was a caramel peanut butter stout. Lord. Yeah. Okay. I know what it. I, I've made so many. Uh, I've done a <laughs> strawberry banana hefeweizen as well. Ooh, that sounds good yeah. too. Oh, I made one with plantains with Carlos. That was good. I think I've had that. <laughs> the, the one that always Carlos? sticks in my mind was the uh, the marble malt liquor. That someone made. Mm, that was ter- it was terrible. That was terrible. <laughs> it was, bad. but it always has stuck. <laughs> there were good. That was fun times, though. Yes, like learning mm. the process and being with the boys and making a beer. Now, what what are some of your? You, you, we've mentioned like the the dark horse beers you go to. What are the styles that you guys like? What do you when you're not here at work? What do you search for at the local you know supermarket beer store? Are you looking for something very for real? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bushlight. That's fine. Budweiser. <laughs> Bud Light. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. But if I'm going for something else, Four Giants Founders okay. is something that I've tried recently that I liked. Yeah. But mostly I'm, I'm a Bud Light. <laughs> That's interesting that you guys work at a brewery, yet your you're at-home beer of choice is something, uh, you know, nothing wrong with a domestic macro adjunct lager. Mm-hmm. Um, We're also spoiled. We get fresh, <laughs> dark horse beer anytime we want. Yes, that is and true. you can't always drink that. Yeah, I can sit and yeah. drink you know? a six pack of Budweiser no. at home. You know, well, we, it just we, gets me too full. Carlos and Aaron said, chill at home. They said we, they we were, were talking about it. Yeah, yeah. With, with Carlos and Aaron, like I, I made the mention, like if you go bowling or something like that, you don't want to sip on a nineteen percent barrel aged beer. You want to crush some, uh, you know, High Life, <laughs> right? And, right. Uh, MGD, and just yeah. enjoy the evening. Um, how long have you guys been with uh, Dark Horse? This is my ninth year here. February 16 years. Mm. February will be 16? Mm-hmm. Wow, okay. I got hired in part-time right after COVID. It was like October, like two years ago? Yeah. Yeah, about that. Yep. Now, doing the, the food, are, are you managing the food program or are you just uh, the chef here? Or uh, a chef, a sous chef? No, I am not. I'm actually one of the line cooks. Line that, cooks? I wouldn't even give myself that title. Emily, you gave me a line cook. <laughs> Charlie did. Charlie did. Let's blame Charlie My man here. over there. But no, but uh, is great I would today. say Chef Aaron and obviously Chef Sam. Uh, Sam would be the head chef. Um, and Chef Sam Ben. Sam is going to kill you for I know, you're chef. in trouble. Oh, I mean, just Sam. Just call him Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to see the food program turn into here in the next year? I mean, you're a, you're a line cook. You see what a lot of people like, what a lot of people bring back, what a lot of people don't eat on their plate. Um, what do you want to see next year? You know, different food, different program, different. Uh, I say that, you know, the food itself, like we have a really good product. It just needs to be mm, maybe just streamlined a little bit more. Like the whole process, you know, can just be. Mm, can always improve. We can, can always, always improve, improve in little things. Yeah. But I mean, what it is itself, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's already it really good. But yeah, it just. Always improve, you know, always change, you know, see what is selling, what is not, you know. Um, but I'm excited for outside with the new kitchen, like I said earlier. I want to see what we do out there. Like, that's something that gets me going, you know. Well, let's let's bring it to the beer because you guys all said when you're at home, you're drinking lagers. 
There's no lagers at this table. Right. Um, there's no pills. There's no light beers. Um, do you see customers coming in looking for those types of beers and then going alternatively? Or is that something that maybe, you know, Dark Horse needs to brew in the future because just so many people are asking for it? Yeah. We have mm-hmm. a Pilsner. We do. We, we have, have a Pilsner. We have draft. a Pilsner, and we also have a cream ale that's really light that we like to push. Is it on for draft today? It yeah. is. Mm-hmm. It's called Hooligans. And or a Santeria. Or Santeria is the Pilsner. Yep. Yeah. I'm all excited now. There's Santeria is really good, actually. It's something we've been trying to do is really keep a variety just because I like a variety. I, like, I love the stouts. I love the IPAs, um, the brown ales, the medium bodies, you know. So keeping that variety is really important. And the non-beer light drinkers, if you give them something that they can dip their toes into, they tend to experiment. Mm-hmm. Then they'll try different things. Well, before you guys get your distillery here, because um, I know that's a lot what people were talking about, that you guys are looking for your distiller's license, um, as someone who is looking for a, a seltzer or an RTD or something like that when they walk in, what do you guys typically suggest they drink? We have seltzers. We have seltzers. You have seltzers here. We do. We just started that this year. Yep. Uh, it came from three. Rogue Brewing Company, um, that brand that we pushed through, and it's uh, – Black ch- blackberry, black cherry, black cherry, black cherry, black cherry. Black cherry. citrus, citrus, and a coconut pineapple. pineapple. Yep. Yep. yep, they're in cans, but not in yep. draft. Only cans. Right. Yep, just another variety for people. Um, I think that's what's really exciting about bringing this distillery in and being able to do liquor. I think it's going to bring a whole another crowd for us to watch in the tap room, but <laughs> it'll be a it'll be a sight at first. I think. Well, I know we're on a short time crunch with you guys because I know it's for Elf Day. Um, so we're going to get into the final question here in just a minute. Um, but I want to pass it off to Ed or Wendy if they had any other questions before we go into the final questions. I'm going to ask it. Go um, for it. Just because I think my friends would be mad at me if I did not. Um, I have not been here since before COVID. And when I went to the bathroom, I was very disappointed. Oh. They're all reused. <laughs> People okay, broke yep. them. We had to replace them too many times, and then men were going into the women's bathroom, and no. Yep. I get it. I just had <laughs> the to men's, ask. Yep, the men's broke first. <laughs> it turns out they sell them at Menards or Lowe's, and you can buy you them, can one them for, for your, your house. house. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it, folks. There it I is. don't think that bidets are coming back. No. Maybe. But you no. had bidets here? Oh, yes. Yeah. yes. Everybody had a bidet. And everybody overused it. Oh, mm-hmm. yep. I didn't even. Know I didn't that. know. Can we say you off didn't? the record? No. It was terrible to clean. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's probably people want to know at home that yeah. you know. Was, the, the well, yeah, but you're not out. cleaning the public bidet. That's true. Right. That's true. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know. It's it. a little I, wand that's gross. Yeah, wand well, I will came be honest out. with me. It scared the crap out of me the first time I same came here. same girlfriend because the seat got really hot. No. The squirter thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I would have a few beers and then I'd like touch Somebody buttons. Somebody turn the seat warmer on. Well, then it would be like aimed in the wrong direction. <laughs> You're blushing <laughs> over there. Or kids would push it and then you'd walk in and the. it would be squirting on the This is the best conversation that I've ever had on this show. I was worried about some of the questions you were going to ask. I'm glad you asked that one. I seriously have gone into that bathroom where a kid pushed it. And they didn't know how to turn it off, so it was hitting the wall. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. So you had to go and turn Yeah, and that was bad. 
I, I'm turning Bidet this all into a TikTok. Oh, like, it's gotta be. Like, there's, I need to find an animator to animate all of these conversations. That here. was probably the best question, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, my, my final question is uh, simple. You guys have been here for a bit. Um, what is a beer you want to see come back? I think we all have the same answer, at least for me, the Blueberry Trace. It's well, back. it's back. It's back oh. Trace Blueberry oh. is my number Slipped one favorite there. beer that we do. Uh, I cannot drink a lot of them. <laughs> and it is on draft in the tent at the party. Oh, nice. And in the tap room. And well, I haven't had it yet, so it's not back for it's me. Here. <laughs> the the last time I had it, I remember purchasing it at Merchants in Dearborn. Uh, second shout out to them, and they don't exist anymore. Uh, but I remember having it. I just remember it being so sweet and syrupy. So I'm going to have to try it again and maybe get a, a happier memory uh, with that beer. But if that is your, your final one, which is the one that came back today, unless you have another beer that you want to come I mean, back. That was for me. I don't know about what Chris and Em have to say. I'm I love very the heavy stuff. porters on porters back. Thirsty like trout that. porter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, don't Double tell. Don't tree. tell Chuck. Scary Jesus Rockstar. I would Ooh. like to see that one come oh, back yeah. as well. Scary that Jesus Rockstar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Ed, what's your it's final on my question? wish list? My final question is: What is your favorite Roke beer? Hopgazer Ooh. is yeah. mine. Hands down. She, she's just right off the... Yeah. She's the beer goddess, dude. That's true. That's true. Well, that's my I best. forgot. Hands down, the peanut butter <laughs> cup stout. The oh, Devil yeah. Dog peanut yep. butter cup. I would I would have to agree. The Devil Dog, like a lot of those stouts in that line, I really the like. The French toast one? Yeah, the French toast. I'm, dude, when I f- first started working here, TJ, one of the brewers, he knew that I enjoyed the French toast stout, so he'd like come into the kitchen with like a case of mislabels, and he'd be like, you know, Nate... I know you like this. Do you want these? I'd just be like closing the kitchen down. I'm like, oh, yeah, I set them right there, dude. I'll take care of it. <laughs> that That is one beer. And like Devil Dog, I've never really enjoyed. But all of the variants have just been so solid because they're never too sweet, too overly adjunct. Yep. It's just like that perfect, subtle a- extra that I think Devil Dog always needed. Yeah. Yep. Wendy, Absolutely. what's your final question? In a perfect world, what is the one event or beer you would like to see happen here? What one event? Event or beer. Like a beer style. I mean, if we're going to talk about old beer, I love the rod. Righteous Ovarian Destroyer. It was really good. It's an aphrodisiac beer. Ovarian Destroyer? Yes. That, yes. Okay. It was not just because it had aphrodisiac in it. It was a good beer. And it was also fun to watch people drink it. Because they thought, <laughs> no. A little placebo what? effect no. come yeah. upon you, you yeah. know? Mm. I think the one event I would like to see back is Staff Brew Off. Just because it did bring us all back together. So I'm excited for that to come back. Cool. I would have to agree because I haven't been a part of a Staff Brew Off yet. But I would love to see what happens and the whole process and getting to hang out with everybody but also i would love to see more music in the beer garden and i want billy strings to play at dark horse oh. i'm calling it out put, billy put strings out come here please we need you billy emily at dark horse com. email me thank you yes email emily <laughs> That is going to do it for our three-segment show of Dark Horse Brewing. 
we appreciate everybody for joining us for uh, this journey between uh, when Dark Horse opened to the Rogue buyout to what the future is going to hold. Uh, you have three amazing staff members here who will take care of you when you show up here in Marshall, Michigan. So I just want to bring it back. Sorry that you got a line cook, but Sam is busy. Okay. So it's four elf, man. <laughs> I, I was just yanking. <laughs> like, so you got me. <laughs> So that's going to do it for the Better On Draft Podcast, Michigan Series, Episode 32. My name is Ken. Thank you so much, Ed and Wendy, for coming out to Marshall, Michigan for 4 Elf Day. No matter what you think of your beer, we think it's Better On Draft. Have a good night. Peace.